Take it back to whenever the calendar turned to July. July 1st, the Cincinnati Reds sit eight and a half games out of a playoff spot. Now, come back to present day. August 23rd, the Cincinnati Reds are in the second wild card spot, one game ahead of the San Diego Padres. That's right. You're listening and watching the Locked On Reds podcast, and we're talking about one of the hottest teams in baseball, one of the best teams in the National League, because they're currently, if the season ended today, in the playoffs. Now, don't get me wrong, plenty of work to do. We're going to talk about what that all entails this coming week, but today we are celebrating. going to talk about this four-game series that the Reds just swept from the Miami Marlins. going to talk about what the pitching and the hitting has done this month to get us here And we're just going to have a lot of fun today. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Thank you so much for finding us. If this is your first time finding the Locked On Reds podcast, make sure that you are subscribed right here to the YouTube channel or follow me on your favorite podcasting app. But for now, let's play that intro graphic. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for watching and listening to today's Locked On Reds podcast. I want to thank everybody who is subscribed and everybody that's been watching and listening all throughout the season. This has been one heck of a roller coaster. Like I mentioned, at one point, the Reds were way out of this thing. There were plenty of people who were calling doom and gloom. And yes, there is still plenty of work to do. The season's not over. There's still plenty of games left, and the Reds have to make sure they win a lot more than they lose But for right now, we can at least bask in the glow that is the second wild card spot. If the season were to end today, they'd play the Los Angeles Dodgers, and that would be an interesting one-game situation there. The Reds could surprise some people. Who knows? We'll talk a lot more about that as we get closer to it, and hopefully the Reds maintain their position. But for now, let's look at this four-game series. Oh, my goodness. What a job by the Cincinnati Reds. I tell you, it is something easy to do. It's it's very easy to be critical of your favorite team whenever they don't do exactly what you think they're going to, what you think they should do. When you look at the talent that's on the roster, when you look at the guys that are producing and what's going on, and you're thinking, man, why, why aren't the wins coming? The wins have been coming a lot. These last four games were phenomenal, just complete performances by the Cincinnati Reds team. You can point to different players in different games. Now, don't get me wrong. Tyler Naquin was a huge reason why the Reds did so well this weekend. But you had that amazing sliding grab by Shogo Akiyama. You've had some great pitching performances, whether they be starting performances like Sunday with Goody. Goody was so Gucci on Sunday. Or you have great bullpen performances as well yes great and bullpen really haven't gone in the same sentence at all this year when it comes to the Cincinnati Reds but it did these last four games really awesome to see the way that the team has come together especially after that very disappointing series against the Cubs we said coming into this week with the seven game homestand coming up between the Cubs and the Marlins the Reds should lose one maybe two games If they want to be realistic, if they want to be taken seriously, lose one or two games. They win five and two. That's the way. It it looks weird losing a three-game series to the Cubs, but overall, a great week for the Red Legs. 
Let's talk about this four game set because my goodness, this is, uh, we're, we're going to call this the weekend of Naquin. He only had one hit on Friday. Now that's important because it kept the streak going. He is currently in the middle of, I mean, he's not going to have any sort of hits today because they're not going to play today, but he's in the middle of a 12 game hitting streak. And what is amazing about that 12 game hitting streak is the fact that there have been so many multiple game, I mean, a multi hit games for him during this streak. I mean, you go through, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight out of 12. He's had at least two hits in. And we're talking about this weekend when he went seven for do my math. I should have done this beforehand. Seven for 11, seven, 11. He was always open. He was going crazy too. Three homers, three doubles, a triple, and he scored seven times. That is unheard of. I love it too, because you're talking about a dude who like in the month of July had an OPS that was less than 600. He just wasn't hitting. He wasn't getting on base. And at the beginning of this four game or four, 12 game hitting streak, he was hitting 241. He has raised his batting average up 27 points. It's been phenomenal to watch. I'm so happy to see him. And and this is coming from a guy who was a cast off by the Indians. And yes, he had a phenomenal first month of the season, maybe month and 10 days ish, but he kind of went through the doldrums of the summer and wasn't doing so hot. And now he's back and it's been at a crucial point for this Reds team because they lost Jesse Winker for a little bit. And reports were this past week that he's probably going to be out until September with the intercostal strain. It's one of those injuries that, you know, it's a strained muscle and it's a strained muscle around your rib cage. So it's going to take a while to heal. So hopefully he'll be back early September and can be back in the lineup but Tyler Naquin has at least made his absence more palatable with the fact that he's just not getting out right now. And he went two for four on Sunday. And according to StatCast, every single ball that he made contact with that was in play was a banger. Yeah, there were two outs, but there were two home runs as well. But not to be outdone. And I mentioned him already, but Goody, what a pitching performance, man. That might have been... I don't even know if you can really argue it that much, but that was probably the best game of his career. Now his career is just this year. So just best game of this year. I get it, but a phenomenal stat. You're going to look at the box score and you're going to say, yeah, a pretty darn good game, but a phenomenal stat from this game. According to baseball savant, he had 17 whiffs, 17 guys swung and missed, or at least 17 swings and misses on pitches that he threw he allowed 16 balls in play. So more swings and misses than there were balls in play. And yeah, I know we are, we're in a day and age where people are worried about, you know, balls in play and things like that. But just the fact that he was able to limit it so much, a 36% whiff rate is absolutely awesome. And we're talking about a dude who all year long, we've seen the numbers and we've said, boy, he, he's looking good, but the peripherals don't like what he's been doing. And, they, and they're saying, be cautious with how excited you get about Vladimir Gutierrez. That was the kind of game that you can just get all excited about. He was striking guys out. He only had one walk on the game 
And according to StatCast, he allowed an average exit velocity of 77.6. The reason that is significant is because league average is about 10 miles an hour faster. He was keeping all contact, what little he allowed, to a minimum and to a very weak minimum at that just a phenomenal game for him to lock up the four game sweep and the reds have just played so phenomenally over this weekend it was a great way to wrap it up with the way that goody had pitched and honestly the weekend in the four game series itself was a microcosm of what the pitching has done since the month turned to august I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. Before I talk about that, though, I wanted to let you know, and, and this is going to sound interesting, so stick with me for a second. I share a bed with a Pro Bowl quarterback, an Olympic swimmer, and a national women's soccer star. Uh, I should explain. When I heard how many athletes sleep on a molecule mattress and call it their best sleep ever, I ordered one for myself, and they're spot on. I'm no athlete, but I can make a mean cocktail, and I tend to get a little bit uh, warm at night. I tell you what, Molecule Mattress is phenomenal for keeping you cool while you sleep if you're the kind of person that gets a little overheated, kind of like I do. Molecule Sleep Scientists literally, literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch. Not like other foam mattresses, though. It has six times the airflow of my old mattress, so it keeps me cool at night. It has a zone reflex layers that adjust with me in all my weird sleep positions, so I never awaken with a stiff neck or sore back. And it's antimicrobial. Molecule mattresses, molecule mattress is how elite athletes and myself your buddy, Jeff Carr, get the best sleep ever. Sleep on your Molecule mattress risk-free for 100 nights. If you don't have your deepest, most restorative sleep ever, return it. Visit onmolecule.com and save 20% with the promo code locked on. Again, save 20% with promo code locked on at onmolecule.com. And if you're watching on YouTube, I totally forgot to put the uh, note on. So there's the note on molecule.com promo code locked on. You'll save 20% off your next order. All right. This has been an absolute amazing month for the Reds pitching staff. All year long, we've seen some nice performances from starters. We've seen abysmal performances, for the most part, from the bullpen. There's been some nice little patches of goodness here and there, but for the most part, it's been frustrating. All year long, they've kind of been in the fours, around the mid-fours, as far as team ERA is concerned, and I know ERA is not the end-all, be-all, but when you're talking about an entire team of pitching, it's at least a little bit more reliable of a number to look at. The month of August has been a lot better. Now, I know it's not as many games, and there's still a couple of games left here in the month of August to play, including three against the Brewers starting on Tuesday, and the Brewers have seemed to have the Reds' number this year. However, when you look at the month itself right now and the 21 games they've played, they're 14 and seven and they've allowed just three, an ERA of 3.69. It's 
It's absolutely phenomenal to see what the Reds have done, which reminds me, by the way, yesterday's win was win number 69. So, yeah, about the pitching staff in the month of August, uh, you look at some guys. Number one, the first guy who pops up as far as relievers are concerned is Michael Lorenzo. Now, you'd like him to kind of limit the walks. He's given up six walks in 10 and a third innings, but he's allowed no runs. He's allowed only five hits, and he has nine strikeouts. It's been great to have Michael Lorenzen back in the bullpen, but the starters, I, I talked about him at nauseum because of the way that he pitched on Sunday, but the whole month of August has been absolutely phenomenal to Vladimir Gutierrez. In five starts, he has 32 in a third innings pitch and five starts, and my math says that's a little over six innings a start. That's pretty good, and in those 32 and one-third innings, he's allowed a total of six earned runs just two home runs against Vladimir Gutierrez this month, seven walks, 31 strikeouts. Yeah, that's good. And I love what I've been seeing from the Rook. I mean, those not, those numbers are just absolutely phenomenal. And you've seen some nice pitching performances as well out of the bullpen from Jeff Hoffman. I know that you kind of roll your eyes a little bit when you see him come into the game, but he has been solid in 10 and a third. He's only allowed two earned runs. Now they've both been solo home runs and you don't want to see him give up too many of those, but 12 strikeouts in those 10 and a third innings compared to just two walks. It's a pretty good ratio as well. Overall, though, it, it, it's just been a phenomenal month for the pitching. This has been something that we've wondered about all year because with the departures that they had in the offseason, I've told you them many a times, in case this is your first time ever come, listening to a Reds podcast or listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast, the Reds didn't re-sign Trevor Bauer. They traded away Rice Iglesias for nothing, and they uh, non-tendered Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley's a Philly, Rysel Iglesias is an angel, and Trevor Bauer is, yeah, he's dealing with a lot of stuff. So with all of that going on, the Reds pitching staff kind of took a step back. But with guys like Goody, who is really coming into some kind of stride here as the season comes into the dog days, you wondered how he was going to respond here in his rookie season. I'd say that he's doing pretty well seven innings and yeah you're gonna say jeff it's the marlins but hey you gotta pitch who's again you gotta play the team that's on your schedule you can't just decide to play the padres or something i i don't think that would work but goody has pitched so phenomenal you've got great performances from luis castillo i know he gave up those eight runs to cleveland you take out that start every other start's been phenomenal sunny gray had an amazing start a couple of days ago. I mean, if he pitches like that in a big situation, that is ace 1B. What I tell you before that game, I said he's been getting unlucky, and we saw him kind of right the ship so far as luck is concerned. Overall, though, the month of August and the Reds pitching staff has absolutely bounced back, and it's been a huge reason as to why the Reds have made up the gap on the playoffs and overtaken the Padres for the second wild card spot. It's just been so fun to watch them, and, and they've done a great job of limiting damage. I mean, even the other night, whenever Lucas Sims kind of gave up a couple of runs there, you're like, all right, we'd like to see that calm down a little bit, but you feel good with the guys coming in. The The guys at the end of the bullpen who you're looking to come in in the eighth and the ninth inning, it's the law firm of Michael and Michael. 
I mentioned Lorenzen. Michael Gibbons has been fantastic as well, coming over to the Reds. And he mostly pitches in safe situations now, but seven and two-thirds innings. is He did allow those two earned runs a couple of nights ago in just a third inning pitched. He does have six strikeouts and six walks, so you'd like to see that get a little bit better. But the whole twisty motion sidearm throwing thing that he's got going on really throws guys off. Love to see him in the back end of the bullpen and Lorenzen as well. And and just hopefully that we can see Lucas Sims kind of come around a little bit. He pitched well on Sunday, pitched a perfect inning uh, there with one strikeout on 17 pitches, which was good to see. So keep more of that coming, Lucas Sims. We want to see you pitching in the end of the games as well. I've just been so happy with the pitching staff in the month of August, though, and it's been a huge reason as to why, like I said, they made up that gap. But not to be outdone, the Reds have been scoring. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Before we talk about that, though, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. I've been telling you about Built Bar for so long, but you can use this amazing promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order. And when I'm talking about you can get a mixed box where you get two of each flavor that they currently have right now. They got like nine flavors. Talking about peanut butter brownie mint chocolate brownie. You're going to feel like you're cheating when you're eating some of these because they're made with 100% real chocolate, but they fit into like every diet, including keto. We're talking about less than four grams of fat. We're talking about sometimes less than four grams of carbs. And in a lot of cases, up to 18 grams of protein yeah, in like 130 calories, just phenomenal stuff. Check them out today at builtbar.com. Find your favorite flavor if you want to get a mixed box, or if you know some of your favorite flavors, you can build your own box and put in three flavors and get six of each flavor. I did that the other day. I'm looking forward to that arriving in the mail here in a couple of days. Going to get me some Cherry Barcia again. We ran out, and it's been a few days since I've had one. Getting a little squeamish. Anyway, it's been good. And you can check out their limited flavors. They roll in all the time. They've got cookies and cream right now. One of the best flavors that they've ever made. Check them out at BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% at checkout. Whenever I went to order that Build Your Own Box, by the way, I asked my wife, I'm like, okay, so what's your favorite flavor? I'll put your favorite flavor in here. And she gave me like five. It's really hard to pick your favorite flavor when you're looking at this kind of a lineup. I mean, we're talking about big red machine style type lineups here. Builtbar.com, promo code LOCK15, save 15% off your next order. Do it right now. And now you can also use the promo code LOCKED ON at betonline.ag and take advantage of this offer. Make some money off your sports knowledge today at betonline.ag. Set up your profile with the promo code LOCKED ON and you'll get 50% more on your initial deposit. And you can start making money off like Major League Baseball lines, whether you're talking about money lines, run lines, over-unders. They've got great promo bet or prop bets as well. And you can check out future bets for the NFL and the NBA as well. It's all on betonline.ag. You can even bet on reality TV, award shows, and things like that. Check them out today. Go to betonline.ag. Set up your profile with the promo code locked on and get 50% added onto your initial deposit. I'll try and give you tips from time to time. Not going to lie, I've been in a little bit of a slump here. So to call them locks has been a little bit generous lately. It's not really helping anybody. Definitely not helping myself. But we're going to come up with some better locks here this week. I promise we got some good stuff coming for you down the pipe. Been uh, rethinking my system. So go to betonline.ag 
and set up your profile with a promo code locked on to get 50% added onto your initial deposit and join me at the only online sports book that I trust as bet online. That a G. Run low on the water. All right. We are going to talk about here. The, the reds have made up this gap 14 and seven here in the month of August. And they now sit in the second wild card spot. It's been phenomenal. And Tyler Naquin's not the only one doing it. The lineup itself has just turned into a home run hitting machine. They've been hitting dingers all month long. In fact, when you break it down by month, the Reds have hit more home runs in the month of August than they have in any other month this season. Now, I know there's going to be some people worry about the whole high percentage of home runs to run scored and things like that, but sometimes you need that. Sometimes that's how the ball flies, and that's what the ball's been flying for the Reds here lately. I mean, I mentioned Tyler Naquin here in the month of August. Here in the month of August, he's batting 400, 400, not 300, 400. He's absolutely on fire, but joining him, Tyler Stevenson in 43 at bats has a 326 batting average and a slugging percentage of over 670, 674 to be exact. His OPS is at 1049, which is one point higher and Joseph Daniel Votto, who continues his torrid second half, seven home runs to lead the team here in the month of August alone. Also 22 RBIs in the month of August to lead the team. And he leads the team in walks. No one is surprised there. Now he has struck out 23 times. So he continues to be the new Joey Votto. He doesn't walk more than he strikes out like he used to but he is still super dangerous at the plate. He got some respect the other day. There were runners on, I believe it was runners on second and third, and there was only one out, and so they just walked him. They're like, yeah, we don't want to pitch to Joey Votto in this situation, so they gave him the intentional pass. Kind of think that there's going to be a lot more teams doing that here down the stretch, especially in this three-game series against the Brewers. If there's a big situation where the Reds got a runner in scoring position and first base is open and Joey Votto's up to bat and I'm Craig Council, I'm holding up four fingers to the home plate umpire because I'm not letting Joey beat me. Joey's been beating everybody this month. Just phenomenal to see. And not to be outdone, I know he has struggled, and we talked about his struggles on Friday's podcast in the whole segment of what to do about third base, but Moose kind of got off the schneid on Sunday with a long home run to right field, absolutely blasted was that homer that Moose had. So that was nice to see. Hopefully that shakes the rust off and he can start hitting the ground running, getting going, and helping this team out because the rest just have not gotten any production out of the third base spot. I mean, the one thing about it, I mean, you look at a Eugenio Suarez, he's still batting a buck 50 in the month of August. So everybody else is doing amazing. A Eugenio just, he hasn't caught back up yet, but it's been awesome to see. And you still look at the boy wonder, the dude who could probably win. I, I think he should. I, I mean, for my money, Jonathan India is the NL rookie of the year in the month of August. He's got an OPS of 891 in 82 at bats, 88 plate appearances total. He's got seven doubles, which is actually tied for the team lead. Been a great month for him, and he's second on the team in home runs. I bet if uh, you would have asked who, obviously you'd thought Joey Votto was first, but if you'd asked who was second 
in the month of August so on the Reds team and home runs. You probably wouldn't have thought Jonathan India, although he has been raking, so, you know, he might be a smart person, so you might have thought that. Whatever. But a great month overall for the Reds' bats. A great month overall for the Reds' pitching. Hopefully that doesn't mean that they're due for some kind of regression. I know that there's, like, laws of numbers and things and whatever that might come into play. Uh, Hopefully that's not really something we got to worry about because there are some big games coming up. The Reds have the Brewers for three in Milwaukee starting tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot more about that on tomorrow's podcast, but today we just wanted to celebrate the fact once again, the Reds are all alone for the second wild card spot. One game ahead of the San Diego Padres and not to be outdone. They are seven and a half games back from the Brewers. They did make up the the easiest little bit of ground over the last couple of days. Who knows? I mean, if they sweep them, they'll still be outside slam distance. But like I said, on July 1st, they were eight and a half out of the second wild card spot. And here we are. Crazier things have happened. Seven and a half games when you're talking about a month and a week, that's doable. I'm I'm, I'm not going to say they can't do it, but they've definitely got to focus on maintaining their playoff spot with which they have earned. So glad to see that the Reds are doing as well as they are. Continue to uh, keep it right here on the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and you follow me on your favorite podcasting app. I've got daily stuff for you here talking about this team that it's been so much fun to see there's been frustrating points don't get me wrong plenty of things that in the off season we're going to revisit a lot and some things that may come to be bigger problems hopefully not but we're a little bit worried about them developing but there's also been so much positive the the future is bright with a ton of players on this team and guys that are getting ready to be brought up to the major leagues and things like that. So there's so much to unpack with the Cincinnati Reds. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, and I try to do that each and every day. Thank you so much for watching today's episode and listening to today's podcast episode of the Locked On Reds podcast. Now, go check out the Locked On Bets podcast. They'll help you out and help you make a couple of bucks over at betonline.ag. Check it out, the Locked On Bets podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. That'll do it for me today. I will talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Tomorrow.